Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. And I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily. Hey, Matt, I have a question. Yeah. Does it sound like I have a cold or is it just me? It sounds like you have a cold. Great. I'm so glad everyone gets to listen to this. <laughs> Emily, the most famously sick person that we have on this podcast. Sick somewhere, somewhere around an eighth of the time. <laughs> yeah, it is alarming. Although I feel like I've had a good run since last summer. And and now it's back. When it's the nice weather, you're the coldest. Yes. I'm going to blame allergies slash my body hates me. Um, did you get sick a lot when you were a kid? I got strep a lot. I don't know if I was strep. sick a lot. I got pneumonia once. No bronchitis. I'm so sorry because I missed school for a week. Wow. I had bronchitis in college. It was very awful. I had perfect attendance in high school and middle school. It's wow. a fact about me. Were you sick and just still came to school and were spread your germs or were you never sick? I was, I don't think I was ever sick. I'm not, I don't get sick. I'm not a sick. So I'm, I mean, I, I do get sick. I'm not a superman. So because I, you had a cold literally like two weeks ago. I'm not a superman, but I don't get sick very often, and I also I can bear through it usually. It's if I don't I don't really get like vomity sick or any of that stuff. I don't know. It's a new age where we call it sick more often than we used to. Remember when you used to not? It was worse to be sick back in the day, and now it's like, oh, if you even have the sniffles, you should call it work. Yeah, you should because it spreads germs. Oh, I don't, but you should. If I worked in an office, I would. Well, that's yeah, that's different. Now I get to do it and I just sit at home all day. <laughs> Anyways, either way, I sit at home. We have a guest. Yay! <laughs> um, you know, last week we didn't have a guest. This, this week, week we do yeah. have a guest. She, let's see, she does characters. She writes on the same sketch team as me. It's a little spoiler. We haven't gotten to her name yet. Probably because I'm nervous. <laughs> nervous about this name thing. We'll talk about that. Please welcome to Lauren the- to the podcast. Lauren, give me L. Yes. <laughs> is that Matt fine? Matt is so visibly stressed uh, by this right now. I'm sweating. I had to wipe sweat <laughs> off my head. He like is so worried. It was good. You did a good job. Mm-hmm. We worked it really out good. right before we started air. Yeah. I said her name probably 600 times. Seven, 700. 720. Yeah. Oh, you were counting. I, I was counting. I got 723. Whenever we lost count. We'll have to do a recount. Oh. We do have it recorded. We'll start, we'll start over. Yeah, play it. Play it back now, and I'll count. Lauren Gamiel. Nope. Lauren Gam. Emily's got it. L. Emily can do it. Lauren Gamiel. No, now I'm purposely doing it wrong. It's the outtakes. No, that's Because you said play it again. That's a classic excuse. Play it again. purposely doing it wrong. Right? Play it again, Sam. Play it, Sam. Who's Sam? It's that misquoted line from uh, uh, the. Uh, <laughs> I'm not helping him. Are you gonna help him? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Shag Gone with the wind. Play it again, Sam. Oh. And you, this piano player. It's either Casablanca or Gone with the Wind. Two movies I have seen. Okay. And constantly confuse because <laughs> they're Why old and they're black and white. Confuse? Okay. All right. I don't know. I've never seen either. Aren't they both in war settings too? My now my really but different confirmed. wars, but, yeah. And one's in Morocco. <laughs> <laughs> one's in the south. Morocco is the one where Sam is there. Is that Casablanca or Gone with the Wind? I don't so know. So it seems that we're not the right people <laughs> to answer this. 
Anyways, it's one of like the top. It's like in those lists of misquoted lines. He doesn't okay. like actually say. Play it's it like again. people say "Stay Golden, Pony Pony Boy." Yeah, but I think it's it's actually "Stay Gold." Yeah, it Pony is. Boy. And I had a very hard time accepting that as a reality. Um, there's other like yeah, there's like line like "Beam Me Up, Scotty" is never. It's not a line from Star Trek. Um, it's not. It's not. Form. It's like Ben. Well, it's like a, con- a conflation of a couple lines. Um, it's like Mr. Scott. I think it's like "Beam Me Up, Mr. Scott." But his name is also Scotty, nickname for him. Right. <laughs> but I think people just put them together. I don't. I think there's something where "Beam me up, Scotty" has never been said in that like order. <laughs> okay. There's a lot of these. Check out those top ten. Beam lists. me up, Scotty. Yeah, I think we should go back and pitch that because it sounds much better than Mr. "Beam me Scott. up, Mr. Scott." <laughs> beam me up, Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott. Uh, could you uh, beam me up? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Mr. Scott. Mr. Scott. Um, there's, there's a whole bunch of those mis- misquoted things. What's your guy? What's let's go around. What's everyone's favorite quote from a movie? Oh god! Or like the first thing you can remember? <laughs> the first um, thing. I don't know if it's the first things I can remember because I don't think I can remember it. But I always think about uh, the Gone Girl speech. But that's from a book too. Mm. How she's being a cool girl. Mm-hmm. It's always a good one. Gone Girl. Is that the one with? One of the Afflecks in it? <laughs> or is that the other one? It has one of the Afflecks in it, the main one. Ben. ben. ben the main Affleck. Is Casey? Casey? Yes, and I think um Rose not Rose. Rosamond Pike? Mm, I don't know. Lauren, what's your favorite movie quote? Oh God. Well, right off the cuff, I mean, come on. Um you know, I'm just gonna say <laughs> In terms of, okay, so I recently saw Call Me By Your Name. Not recently, but when it came out. Uh-huh. And like, I'm not going to say my favorite movie quote, but in terms of recent movies I watched that, you know, touched me on an emotional level. When the father, like the last scene at the end with the father mm. talking to the son. And I read the book as well. And like that whole page is like my favorite quote. If that. Wow. Everyone go check that out. <laughs> yeah. Check um, out that quote from Gone check Girl. Check out that quote. Check out that quote from, from Call Me By Your Name. <laughs> Call Me By um my name call me by your name call i've seen both seen both these movies um well because i decided to call make one up on my spot my favorite quote will be never give up never surrender from rugrats 2 galaxy quest which is like supposed to be okay. a parody of i May love the Force galaxy quest never give up never surrender i love galaxy quest mm-hmm. and i am so angry i didn't choose that as my topic today <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if that was your topic and that I quoted it beforehand? Uh, It is very good. It's like one of the best... By Grabthar's Hammer. Parody films? Satire? Shall be avenged. It's very good. Do you know what I'm very good. Uh, No, absolutely not. (laughs) No, and don't be worried about that because it's not as popular as it should be. Like, every time I'm like, have you seen... I've um, seen it. Uh, oh no no kidding don't see any movies so it's like from what's it from like the 90s i believe so 2000s maybe yeah starring tim allen uh alan rickman Rickman uh, is the best um and it's like it's like a parody of star trek star mostly star trek but also star wars but i'd say mostly star trek it's so good. It's so funny. It's basically not that this this episode is not about Galaxy Quest, but maybe but, it should be. Uh, they are. They basically play like Star Trek characters. Or th- like, it's Tim Allen is playing. He's an actor. He's an actor. It's a group of actors who are on a show about being on a ship, which is like Star Trek. But then aliens actually come to Earth and think the show is real. 
So they seek out the actors and they're like, you need to help us defeat these other aliens. And Tim Allen is like, oh no, you don't understand. Like I'm an actor, but they're like, what, what does that mean? And he just plays into it. And he's like, fine, whatever, I'll show you. And then lo and behold, he gets sent to like a different planet and he's like, oh, this is real. Yeah. And it, and the people believe so strongly that like the actors are actually real scientists. So it, it plays out very funnily. Yeah. It's good. It's like a cult classic, maybe. Yeah, my dad is the reason I'm familiar with it. Shout out. Shout out, Dad. Bob, (laughs) where you at? Shout out to Bob. Shout out to Bob, Yamiel. I mean, come on. (laughs) I really think I have another quote. I can only think of Toy Story. Oh, uh, Toy Story's got all kinds of great quotes in it. Yeah, Falling with Style. Love that one. Um, I'm not flying. It's, yeah. Uh... Well, there's two. It's from Toy Story. Well, there's like that's not flying. It's well, there's Woody style. Woody says he's not flying. It's falling with style. Then later in the movie, there's a callback to that line where Buzz says it, and he's like, "It's supposed to show that they're true friends now." Oh God, what a great movie, guys! The fourth Um, one is gonna come out. I'm pretty sure it's gonna cry the whole time. Um, I'm crying about just thinking about the original ones. Oh God, that (laughs) third one crying right now. You can't see, but yeah, it's just like gentle sobs, gently Mm. rocking in his chair. I was like, isn't that third one they're about when they're about to be incinerated? I really went through something. Oh yeah. And I knew Oh my god, Matt just took out a Toy Story box. And he's opening it's it. It's a whole box set. It's supposed to look oh, like Woody's toy, like box. toy oh. box. And it's got the DVDs in it. Oh my god. This is a tender moment. It's kinda sad because it's only gonna be I mean it's it's when they thought there was only gonna be three movies, so it's got the three, but now they're gonna make a fourth movie. My box is gonna look stupid. I don't think I knew there was gonna be a fourth movie. Comes out in June this year. What's the premise? Is oh, uh the premise is the that, toys talk. Uh, <laughs> what? I I believe So there's a new there's a new character and it's it's a handmade or homemade toy that like a kid would make, and it's like a plastic like spoon or f- or spork perhaps that has like um pipe cleaners tied on for arms and legs mm-hmm. and has like googly eyes or something glued onto it and it can also talk and it appears as though the movie is about his existential crisis that he's not a real toy um he's like a homemade toy <laughs> okay and he's played by um toby mcguire toby mcguire mm-hmm. the guy from uh Arrested Development and uh, Veep. Um, uh, oh, uh, Tony Hale. Tony Hale. I love Tony Hale. Tony Hale, uh, I believe. Okay, is the... I have a question. Yeah. Then if it's made out of spoons and pipe cleaners, when does it become a toy that gets life? Yeah, well, guess what? I bet you this movie is all about that. Awesome. <laughs> also, I really hope it's a child's love that awakens them. Um, but also we've seen this in the first Toy Story where, where sort of, where... Uh, Sid is like ma- like combining toys. Uh-huh. Right. I mean, technically they're all toys, but he is make- putting them together. Although one in of them a is- bad way, right? Sid is the bad. He's like to- he's torturing them, but right. the toys seem creepy, but they're good natured because they help them. They help the good toys out. They I was like they're supposed to freak you out, but it's kind of like uh, it kind of teaches you about racism. To be honest, <laughs> that was a jump. Um, but I'm. Well, it's like, just because they look different than you doesn't mean that they're evil. That's true. I really do think this is part of the message. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, um, but there's the toy that's like the baby's head on an erector set oh, yeah. body. Yeah. That's oh, like, that like image always. It's like, all, it, they're, 
that part of the movie, it's all very scary. Some of the movie, yeah, guys, it that creeped me. Out. It is, it is creepy and spooky, but I think like long term you learn, oh, they're actually they're also good guys. They hate Sid too. Yeah, because he's bad. They're just toys. They're toys that had a rough time, and just because they had a harder time than you doesn't mean that they're any less of a toy. Wow. Um, <sighs> I was gonna make a make a point about something. <laughs> Oh, no, I wasn't going to make a point. I was going to make a comment. Also, is Andy going to be in this fourth one? Because no. he gives his toys away. How old is Andy now? I feel like at this point, Andy He's is at least, like, co- no, at think, least an alcoholic. And Well, even the last movie, the last movie deals with them being donated to um, the, uh, uh, like a daycare. Yeah. So Andy's already, Andy is in the most, is in three, but he's, I mean, he might be like an Easter egg in this movie. What I do we think Andy's assume, studying but, in college? Russian uh, literature. Toy design. No, but he didn't even like respect his toys. I feel like he's studying like business. He's definitely a bro, a frat bro. He's studying business or finance. You don't think he's studying to be a cowboy or an astronaut? (laughs) His two idols. You're. (laughs) True. True. My favorite Um, stuffed animal is a horse, and I did. I do want to be a horse. (laughs) Um, Hey. More power to you. I'm serious. Do you think Andy? He becomes a he becomes a businessman in this scenario. Yes, and then he gets nostalgic for his childhood, mm-hmm. and then he goes buys. <laughs> we're, um, in, we're in my my uh, living room is covered in toys right now. So many toys in here, I really love it. Um, but do you think he buys a Buzz and Woody and he keeps them in their office? But then, Buzz, it's not the real Buzz and Woody, right? It's sort of like a m- memento or like yeah. a. No real well, love there. So Woody, um, I know way too much about these movies. So Woody is a collector's item. So if he were to acquire oh, that's true, another that's one, what the whole second one is about. It would be really hard. But also in the second one, you see there are thousands, millions, I assume, of Buzz Lightyears. So he could very easily get himself a Buzz Lightyear. It would be much harder to get a Woody. Which, if you are into the um, fan fiction or headcanon or whatever of Toy Story, oh, I um, think we all. Woody is supposed to be his uh, mom's doll as a child and then given to Andy as he grows up and potentially also ties in, um, what's the cowgirl's name? Uh, Uh, Jesse. Jesse. It also is supposed to, Jesse is supposed to potentially, I think, be Andy's mom's like former one, but like making Jesse, because her whole thing, Jesse's whole thing is that she feels abandoned by her owner. Uh, and has been in a collector this in a collection this whole time, but there's an I, there's the thought that at some point maybe Jesse and Woody were part of the same collection, but she was like forgotten. So they might be from the same family. So what they're doing is incestuous, is what you're saying. Uh, I don't believe they have a relationship that way. No, because okay. well, I I, mean... I believe Woody is in love with them. Bo Bo Peep. Now, oh, you're right. Further expansion. Who is Jesse in love with? Jesse is in love with Buzz. Okay. Well, thank at least you they had one time when they danced. They danced. Now, I you will know what that means. I will say that uh, so Bo Peep is missing from the third one, but she's back in the fourth one. They, oh. There's a pretty sad moment in the third one where they basically act as though she has died. Uh, although apparently she's back. <clears throat> Bo Peep doesn't have much of like a a good like character arc on her own. I mean, she's just a lamp originally. I think like she's just one of those like porcelain lamps that like it's it's not really a toy but she can still come to life <laughs> yeah, it's like the most basic version yeah. of a toy we'll consider this a toy yeah like, but she's cute um it's almost like just like if someone's house decorations like they're little like elf on a shelf that's not really a toy but it could 
I guess in this world, the they can come alive. So they are alive. They move around at night. <sighs> oh, God. I have an elf on a shelf on the other side of this uh, shelf. It's up year round. It's up year round. And it's on the side that faces you when you work. <laughs> yeah, it's got to watch me work. Okay. Um, <laughs> Whatever helps you get through the day. <laughs> this is a bonkers beginning of an episode, by the way. Truly. I hope everyone likes Pixar and other movies, Galaxy Quest. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, how much internet slash fiction do you think this is for Woz and Buddy? Woz, woz, woz and Buddy? <laughs> <laughs> That's their couple name. Um, no, buddy. but Buddy. <laughs> woz and Buddy. I can't buzz. believe somebody said that. <laughs> buzz and... I understand Woody. Buddy, but Woz? <laughs> woz. woz isn't a word. Buddy? Where's Woz, woz at? Woz? I have an aunt and uncle whom I love very much. Their name are Joyce and Bruce. And every single Voice time, I, I yes, that is what I say. Voice and juice. Um, but anyways, do you guys think there's a lot of fan fiction out there for uh, Buzz and Woody being together Absolutely. and in love? Absolutely. Yeah. I hope so. Have you ever looked at? I uh, yeah. Have you ever looked at either of them? <laughs> I mean, they're both. Have you ever looked at them? I mean, come on, somebody's going crazy somewhere writing something. Now, um, I think a kind of, so they're making this, so Marvel, so Disney's making their like streaming TV service thing and they're making a Marvel show based on like from the movies, it's a spinoff and it's um, uh, the Winter Soldier, uh, Bucky Barnes and uh, goes to Paris. the other guy um, and the Falcon who's Jerry ne- Runner. No. You're thinking no. that's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. No. But he's getting his own show too, right? Oh my I God. don't think so. Oh, I feel like I heard someone uh, getting a show. Anthony is his real name. Forgetting his last name. <laughs> uh, he plays yeah. Falcon. He's got wings and he can fly. Anyways, they're making a show called like, I, I don't even know what it's called. It's probably called Bucky Barnes and Falcon or something like that. But it's like these two side characters. And it's like, I bet that's what their slash fiction is called. <laughs> it's just... Right. Bucky Barnes and Falcon. Ship it. Anthony Mackie. That's the actor's I name. I ship it. Um, I don't know his character's name, but he's Falcon. Well, <sighs> to be fair, I wouldn't... I don't think I'd watch that. I'm not going to watch that. I will watch it. And I do watch... <laughs> things? Things. I do like... I watched... Um, what was that other... Like, Which uh, one? The It was like the Marvel... It was Agents like, of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh. Yeah, I watched that. You're talking to a huge Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. fan right now. Yeah, I watched it. It's still on. There's a new season coming out soon. Yep. <laughs> yep, there is. Um, and there might be more. Can I pitch a show idea before we move on? Yeah, <laughs> Please absolutely. do. Okay. They make the Marvel characters into toys. Sold. Okay. <laughs> Those toys go to someone's home. Mm-hmm. And they act as superheroes for the house. So if a burglar comes in, they save the house. If a bad toy sneaks mm. in, they kick the bad toy out. If it's like Night at the Museum. The yeah. kid has a <laughs> bad <laughs> friend who's mean. They get him out of there. I'm just saying, Disney, you could just write me a check right now. You know what they do make a lot of... Disney, are you listening? Um, Disney? Hello? Disney? Are you out there? They Disney? are. They're always listening. Disney on the shelf? <laughs> um, I mean, they make all... like So there's like uh, Lego... Uh, Avengers stuff that's kind of like that like the Lego Batman movie and the Lego movie are based on the fact that they make all these like highly animated video games so there's like a Star Wars one they did and they're always they're, they're kind of funny they're like toys came to life kind of right Legos you guys heard of Legos 
I just burped. I don't know if you could hear that. Uh, uh, no, I've never heard of Legos. What's that? Why aren't Legos represented represented in Toy Story? And in media. Are they not in Toy Story at all? I guess... I mean, I cannot picture any Legos happening. I feel like there is like a trademark... Pro- it's definitely a trademarking issue. Thing. Like, you can't put our, our branded product... Uh, I mean, Barbie wasn't in until the third one. Yeah, which they was probably like a big... had to pay, like, who owns Barbie? Mattel. Mattel, but who owns Mattel? God. I think Mattel is its own company. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they probably had to pay a lot of money to Mattel to feature Barbie. Um, I hope Barbie got a cut of that. Can yeah. I just say? I heard, I heard, uh, this, this, isn't, this isn't pleasant to hear, but I heard Ken got paid more. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm not surprised. It's, like, it's just a rumor that's going around. How much are you getting paid for this podcast right now, Matt? Um, I'm getting uh, two thirds more. No, one third more than Emily. <laughs> it's seventy three cents. He um, uh, I get paid three cents. He gets paid uh, I don't know. I Wait. can't figure it out. I was gonna, I was gonna say I was gonna say two thirds two thirds of zero is still zero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, I pay the guests to be on yeah. here. Emily, you should really start chipping in for me paying these guests a thousand dollars. Absolutely not. An episode. No. Nope. It's I've spent sixty thousand dollars. <laughs> um, I your guest. I think your guest number forty. So yeah, I've only spent forty. You said 000. I was number sixty. This is episode sixty, but we don't always but have I'm guests. Guess forty. Guests like forty. All right. I think about there. That's fine. Um, even better. I mean, if we I feel consi- younger. If we consider the lower the number, the higher the score. <laughs> like in golf. Yeah. Why wouldn't we consider that for this? <laughs> We should be considering that. This uh, is the longest intro we've Matt, ever had. So let us quite move, an intro. Let us move on to tea talk. <laughs> okay, I gotta get ready. Tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. Guys, we're talking tea today. Um, we brought some tea. I have to reach back and I'm grabbing my tea, grabbing the tea box. This is another tea from our fall faves set from David's Tea. I think we're officially. Nope, not officially. We're not even halfway through yet. <laughs> um, Close. This is a s'mores chai tea. It is another pura tea. It's a pura and a chai. Now, I don't know how that works. Well, I'm going to read to you <laughs> what it says. A tempting pura bursting with toasted marshmallow, graham cracker, and chocolate. And then I'm going to turn this over and I'm going to tell you the ingredients. Um. This is described as rich, toasty, and chocolatey. Would you describe this as toasty, guys? I feel toasty. toasty. <laughs> I just poured my Jinx. third cup. It's true. So it's a little like tea monger here. Um, so <laughs> <I know>. Nice. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. This <laughs> has tiny cups. They are tiny cups. This has pura tea in it, brittle pieces that have sugar, hazelnut, and another type of sugar. Cinnamon. <laughs> is that what it says in the box? Another That's type what it of says. sugar. It says it's, and another type of sugar. It says invert sugar, but I didn't know what that was. I didn't want to go into a conversation about it. No, we're in a big conversation about it. Cinnamon, sugar, marshmallow. Um, sorry, there's a bunch of words I don't know. Natural and artificial flavor, chocolate chips, and natural and artificial flavoring. It contains hazelnuts. If you're allergic, if you're listening to this and you're allergic to nuts, I would just watch out. Just, just don't even have this one. No, just don't. Just turn off your This one's headphones. skip for you. Do you guys taste the marshmallows? Don't turn off your headphones. Though. It smells so good. Like, just the smell of it is. Um, it's rude that you're talking about how things smell. You're right. Oh, sorry about your cold. That is rude of me. I'm sorry. 
okay. it feels good in my hand. You still have the sense of touch, right? With a cold. I'm gonna no, answer for she's her. Shaking her head, no. I'm gonna answer for her anyways. She does. <laughs> uh, it smells yum. It, to okay. describe, uh, she's smelling it. It just. Oh. I'm gonna see what I can do about the smell. I'm it gonna sweet and it chocolatey. Has, it has such a smell. It tastes warm. It's. You it know, is soothing. I know this is gonna be a weird thing to say, but I did try to just smell it, and I did. It smells warm. You know what I mean? How yeah. like it smells like homey and warm. I totally agree. Oh, smelling warm. Yeah. It smells like a fragrant candle. And yes. probably the sugar and the yeah. chai. The hazelnut is really coming through. I'm not really sure what makes well. it a chai other than the cinnamon. I guess I guess now I'm questioning what makes a chai a chai. I guess we're at the root of all things. What makes a chai a chai? Mm-hmm. I love chai is my favorite thing to get. Here we are. Chai latte. There I'm was much for that. Thing. I love a chai latte. Much oh. debate leading up to this whether yeah. what tea we were going to drink, whether it was going to have caffeine, no caffeine. Because yeah, as much as last week's podcast was one of our earliest recordings, this is on the later side. Yeah, it is. This is very much against my moral code to drink caffeine this late, by the way. But I requested it personally because I was so tired. Yeah, it's true. So I'm happy. Lauren and I had a long talk. I'm going to call it a long talk about how much caffeine we consume yeah uh i was very curious caffeine's an interesting topic for me because i don't drink coffee um but you used that's to. right i'm a hero <laughs> i am a hero i made you a sash here you go you're even braver Thank for you. quitting there is a yeah i used to drink it i love the taste of it if i could handle it i absolutely would but i just it makes me super jittery mm-hmm. um do you still drink caffeinated well, i mean you're drinking caffeinated tea right I now do. but regularly do you drink caffeinated tea? I do. I drink black tea in the morning usually. For some reason, black is better for me than green. Like, I don't know why. But I make black and I even put some non-dairy milk in it. What? Uh, what? Wow, I'm a freak. I am a freak. Are you crazy? Uh, when I drink black tea, just so you know. Tell me. I put milk I and sugar. Oh, yeah. And that's how it should be done. Thank you. Um I don't know. I don't mean to be weird, but I had a black tea earlier. Okay, that's so weird. And that's I put so a weird. lemon in it instead of milk. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Uh, um, no, I love doing that. What <laughs> type of black tea? Um, this was just whatever Gregory's or Earl Grey. This is Earl Grey. Oh, Earl Grey with lemon is really yeah, good. Earl Grey. Um, for a second, have you had a London Fog? Uh, I don't think so. I don't so. think I've ever had a. London it's basically fog. like an Earl Grey with like hot steamed milk, like and sugar mixed in. Oh, oh. I probably have had that good. then. <laughs> But not know what it was. I like it. It's a little too sweet, but it depends where you get it. I, you know, I don't mind. It depends on how I'm feeling that day. Sometimes I want more sweet. Sometimes yeah. less sweet. Although when I make, if I get like a large coffee or a large, why did I say coffee? Slip of the tongue. Oh my god! Start over. Start this whole thing over. <sighs> Delete episode. Lauren, Gamiel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. Uh if I have a large, I always order large. That's a little thing about me. I never order mm. small or medium of anything. Okay. Go big or go home. And uh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, if I get a large, I will only put He's in rich. up to a half a packet of sugar in that large tea. I don't put very much sugar in. And if, that's what makes you brave. If it, even if I if I and sometimes I put no sugar in, but I don't put very much in. So if something's too sweet, I don't mind it, but it has, it's like. Few and I don't far like between. it sweet. I don't put any sugar in it. No sugar right now? I have no sugar right now. I have a bit of sugar in mine. And milk. I mean, we all make 
Mistakes. Mistakes. No, it's what I wanted. It's not a mistake. It's what I wanted. That's my topic. I did actually put a little bit more sugar than I would have liked, but it's not a mistake. Just a a tad more. Also, I don't make mistakes. I'm perfect. No, yeah. Yeah, and I also did just do gymnastics so I could blow my nose, everyone. She does. She leaned very far back, and I have a feeling Matt is still going to get it. Uh, I tried so hard. I probably won't bother. (laughs) I tried (laughs) so hard. That's right, folks. There's a special Easter egg in this episode. Can you hear Emily? Blowing her nose. Happy Easter so with that Easter egg. Today's oh, Easter today's for Easter, us. Easter, by the way. Oh, yeah. Happy Easter. For us? Because uh, everyone's going to listen to it on Thursday. Oh, right. Although, I don't know when Orthodox Easter is. That might be next Sunday. You're asking the wrong Jew. Sunday. Not that kind of Orthodox. No, I know. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> um, I have a question Easter. for you, Lauren. Shoot. So, you said that you will drink black tea. Yes. Do you drink? What are some other tea? What is your relationship to other teas? I'm so glad you asked. I <laughs> have a good relationship with all teas. I was telling Matt I have like a one of those wooden like boxes in my Ooh, kitchen yeah. mm-hmm. with several. I mean, tea. I love a good. It depends on the time of day. Like I, sometimes at night I'll have like a chamomile. I say chamomile. <laughs> sue me. I say chamomile. I'll have like a chamomile with lavender. Walk a, walk a chamomile in her shoes. If you walk a chamomile in my shoes, you know my struggle. I have chamomile with lavender sometimes. <laughs> I'll have a... Mm, that's nice. Yeah. Lavender. Um, my grandma makes like these really good like blends and she serves them and they're like orange cinnamon with like some Tulsi. If you've had Tulsi before, it's really good. Um... Yeah, and I love a black tea in the morning. There you go. I guess delightful. Well, I didn't even know. I didn't even know she was into teas before I asked her to be on this podcast. Just so you know, I didn't yeah, know, but now I know. That you didn't know. Uh, That's my secret. I do find it rude of me that I didn't know. <laughs> do you have a good relationship with teas, Emily? Um, I do. I have a great relationship. If you were to see my apartment, you know I'd have too good of a relationship. <laughs> um, too good. An abusive um, relationship. Um, it's abusive. Yes. No. It's it's bad. Um, yeah, because when relationships get too good, they become abusive. Is that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's what it is. You either yeah. die a hero or you live, live to see yourself become the villain. That's my favorite movie quote. Call <laughs> <laughs> back. Um, oh, yeah. Never give up. Never surrender. Sorry, Emily. Please. It's okay. Um, I had a question and it was, oh, this is a pura tea. Have you ever had a pura mm. tea before? So I'm sure I have, but I don't know what it means. Please explain. I, it's, I don't care. It's just a type well, of tea. <laughs> We just had it the I'm first leaving. time. Like, right now I'm getting up and leaving. Like a week or two ago was our first time yeah. having it. So I can't really, it tastes like a kind of like a black tea to me. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah. Does it just taste like a black tea? Yeah. 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 yeah it tastes like a, a sweet black tea. Yeah. It tastes, it's another hot chocolatey kind of tasting yeah. one. Because <laughs> it has the chocolate and it has the graham cracker and it has the marshmallow. How do they like, is it, it's just the sugar basically yeah, that they're me, calling graham cracker. Like, let me show you a picture. I mean. I don't know. How do all flavors get made? That's oh, my favorite movie it. quote. Stop it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm talking to my phone. I'm so From sorry. The Julia Child movie. Mm-hmm. Julia and Julia. Oh, I have not seen that, but I've heard of it. So if you look at this picture, you can see where like there's actual graham cracker, but I feel like it's just a way of getting sugar. But there's also like tiny little marshmallow pieces. And I see a few chocolate chips. Looks like weed. It all teas kind of do. Tea either looks like mulch or weed. <laughs> I post. I didn't post a tea picture on 420 this year. It's my fault. Oh, what a loss! I should have been like, "Look at this sweet bud." Oh, that would have been a good. That would have been a good little Instagram. And that should have been the caption. Yeah. I do have this one friend that like will post photos on Instagram of him with like 
massive bags of weed. And I'm like, this is incriminating. I mean, just I'm like, clearly you didn't have neurotic parents because clearly he's not neurotic. Or oh, anxious at all. at all. No. Nope. I mean, the guy has no regrets. No kind of anxious. This these this tea is the color of um s'mores pop tarts. I can see that. All right. It looks like you took a s'mores pop tart and you just mashed it all up. Okay, that's fair. Um should, should we get to the I think we should get up to the thing. Question. Can I see, what's this called? What's this tea called? Just tell me what it is. S'mores chai. S'mores chai. Okay. Lauren, we have a very important question for you. It's okay. The it's the big question of the um this episode. Do you find this s'mores uh, chai tea by David's Tea, would you rate it as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Wow. I mean... I'm sorry we asked such a big question. Uh, I didn't really prepare for this. Um, oh, gosh. Well, on the spot, I'm going to have to say yes. It is my cup of tea. Aww. I like it. It's warm. It's not overwhelming. And I find that anything served out of an actual tea pot... <laughs> Is that what I'd call that? Yes. Yeah. Is just like so much better. Um, so yes. Oh. Shout out to my mom for buying me that uh, teapot at a yard sale. Thanks, mom. <laughs> Shout out to mom. mom. What's Shouts your to my mom's mom. name? Alice. Alice. Alice Armando. Alice Armando. Mm-hmm. A squared. It's a good name. AA, yeah. Um, AA. It's one out of one so far. Emily. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I have a question to ask you. I, I thought you'd never ask the same question. Do you find that the s'mores chai by David's tea is your cup of tea or now you see she's walking away from the microphone because she's being careful not to interrupt the question. Is it your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Guys, I have a secret to share with you. I've had this tea before. <sighs> I know. Oh. One of my students got me a tea Damn. pack well, for Christmas tea. and this was in it. And I knew it. we already had it set, settled for the podcast, so I had it. And, guys, it was my cup of tea then. Let me tell you right now. It's my cup of tea now. Whoa. <laughs> I mean, why would you believe it? Do you want to do? I can't believe you still like this tea after having it once before. <laughs> yeah, uh, I hate everything after I've had it once. Uh, um, Matt? Is there anything I've hated after just once? Mm. Sex. Yeah. Emily, you have a question for me? <laughs> Matt. Yep. Um, listen, we talk every single week. We certainly do. Um, <laughs> sometimes we talk more than every single week. <laughs> we talk all the time. More than every single week. I don't know what that even <laughs> I don't means. Know what that means either. Somewhere between <laughs> Somewhere between every day and, and every once seven a week. days. <laughs> um, I, I bet I make some kind of communication with you every day. I think through, that's, through text or something. I think that's generally true. Tagging you in a photo? I think that counts as a conversation <laughs> in this day and age. In this day and age, anything's possible. Um, but, you know, I don't ever get to really ask you this question a lot. Um, oh, yeah. What is it? But is this is this a <laughs> s'mores chai? Oh, the anticipation skill. By me. David's Tea. Oh, my God. A pura tea. Oh, my God. It's coming. That is tempting. Oh, my God. <laughs> Would you describe this tea? The s'mores chai tea (laughs) as your cup of tea or not your cup of tea. I think that's the closest I've ever came 
I heard you mumble. I said Jesus Christ in the middle. Although I would have felt justified because you literally said the name of the tea twice in it. Like <laughs> started. That sounded like a commercial. You like bookended with it. Um, this is your cup of tea, or not your cup of tea? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. I got lost in the question. <laughs> <sighs> well, I mean, I'm glad you asked because obviously I'm always anticipating this question being asked, and oh, man, it's just like a weight on my shoulder, like. Am I going to pronounce this answer right? Um, well, like my favorite movie quote, <laughs> this is my cup of tea. Do you think they should make a movie based on this podcast? Yes, absolutely. Oh, there already is. I've been texting with a producer this whole time. Wow. Um, I have the rights. I'm not sharing anything. <laughs> oh, wow. I paid you $1,000 to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm using that for my movie. Oh, my um, movie. damn it. <laughs> Who's going to play me? Oh yeah, this is all that really matters. Who's playing Emily? Uh, it's gonna be Emma Thompson. <laughs> Emma Thompson. Listen, I think she's a great actress. <laughs> um, I feel like I should take offense. <laughs> Who's playing me? Uh, um, uh, Patrick Swayze <laughs> from the grave. Oh, I was gonna oh, no. say Gary Oldman. <laughs> Gary Oldman. Oh, definitely Gary Oldman. I would love Gary Oldman. Definitely. <laughs> Spot on. Two British Emma Thompson and Gary Oldman. Um, <laughs> Sorry, this is pretty good. I think people TBD would. Movie. I think people would see this. Wait, okay, but again, I would accept Emma Stone. You just, would, just for the record, I would accept uh, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> he's Gary also Oldman not. Is he's also he's Australian. But, already signed on. So, oh um, uh, well, who can, would play you? Chris I'm Hemsworth? playing myself. This <laughs> okay. is my movie again. <laughs> But yes, I would like Chris Helmsworth. 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> Who is actually a separate actor, Chris Helmsworth. He's really good. He's up and coming. He's a young actor. Uh, buddy and Woods would be. Was he? What a name. Uh, three out of three. This is our cup of tea, guys. How do you feel? <laughs> tea talk done. Tea talk complete. Wow. Oh, hey, Lauren. <laughs> What's up? Um. It is your time to shine. God bless. The podcast spotlight is on you. Um, we are all yours now. <laughs> this is why you're the lead. You're the lead because we would love to hear whatever whatever topic you have, which Emily and I are not aware of. You teased me several times over the course of today and even yesterday. <laughs> Um, I did, it's true. Spoiling it. But Although, I only knew what it was today, so fair. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yesterday it was, um, that was a real but bluff. A flicker. But it was a real bluff. It was a real fake bluff. So now that we're not at bluff time, this is game time. Mm-hmm. This is not a scrimmage. It's not a rehearsal. Mm-hmm. This is going. It's not a meet. No, this is a meet. Hmm? This is a meet. It's like a swim meet. It's a swim meet, track meet, uh, track meet. golf yeah. meet is what I think the golf people call it. So. Um, this is not a scrimmage. This is you the said game. That one already. Okay. This is not a scrimmage. This is this is <laughs> this, yep. this is gimme L time. <laughs> that was pretty good. You said it. Oh wow, 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 wow. Well, uh, I'm here to talk about farts. No, kidding. Um <laughs> What is your topic? <laughs> okay. Um, my topic is Phantom of the Opera. Whoa. Wow, wow, wow. Were we prepared? <laughs> not prepared at all. <laughs> tell us. Tell us a little bit about Phantom of the Opera. Well, first, who is 
Do you watch? Have you not watch? Are you familiar? Do you watch? <laughs> Do you watch the show? <laughs> the show. I, I watched season one. <laughs> not very good at season two. I don't like that it's the same exact story with different characters. <laughs> over and over and over. <laughs> um, and they start each episode. Uh, who wants to watch Men in the Opera again? <laughs> just cut to the the movie mm-hmm. um oh. i'm gonna tell you what i know about fan of the opera what did you say i'm gonna tell you what i know about oh okay Phantom Great. you gotta work on that <clears throat> mumbling my yeah. diction open your nose up <laughs> um listen if i could i would um okay this is what i know mm-hmm. there's me. a man who lives in an opera yep and he haunts it and he's in love with someone on point pretty much he's he's like below Yes. He lives below it. Belo- yep, he lives below. He's the he's the man who lives below. And he his his face is uh, scarred it from a fire and explosion. Um, what a, what event is he this? Deformed. He was born. He's born according to the story. So I mean let's just, you know, let's start. Let's get into it. Please. So let's get okay. into it. So Phantom of the Opera. So first of all, I'm the type of person I get obsessed with things. Like when I like something, I rip through it i will watch it a thousand times i will get my hands on every piece of information i'll read books so for some reason but i'm always late like i always discover things way too late fan of the opera that's More a new to read about it <laughs> fan of, that's late. a new thing right <laughs> yeah that just came out right <laughs> i mean the musical and the book so originally it was a book by mm-hmm. Ga- gaston larue someone larue i think it's gaston larue who's like a french um journalist uh, and so originally a novel by him, which apparently he based off of like some rumors he actually heard about this man who lived below a Paris opera house. Then uh, became the musical, um, Andrew Lloyd, Lloyd Webber, and mm-hmm. um, then a movie. So, so I only watched it for the first time. I actually went to see it live, the musical, like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Very late, like extremely late. Do you know how long it's it's been a musical? I, um, well, the musical was like the musical was like late nineties, like I think like nineteen eighty six was like the first musical. Um, it's I always thought it was older than that. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying yeah. that is surprising information for me. Yeah, and then the movie was like early two thousands. Okay. And so this is what two thousand seventeen that I saw it for the first time. Okay. So very late. Um. And no time, no I, time like the present. No time like I two mean, years ago. The present. All yeah. kinds of people. I mean, they wouldn't. It wouldn't be running if people hadn't seen it already. It's very astute. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So, I saw it. I was like, "Oh, this is fantastic! I love this." I went home. I watched the movie version. Then I watched it again. Then I watched it like ten more times. Then I read the book, <laughs> and learned a lot about the story. And overall, I just want to say my overall impression is that the moral for me of this story mm-hmm. is that no successful woman goes unpunished. Um, and that's what I have to pull from this, is that <laughs> Christine Daae, who was the singer, who was a wonderful singer, couldn't just be a great singer. Mm-hmm. She had to have this weird deform... No offense to that specifically, but a weird stalker who lived inside the walls... Mm-hmm impersonating her dead father, like distracting her from her singing, although he did kind of like teach her, but, and then another man, Raul, who like knew her as a child, both like fighting over her. 
she couldn't just sing, you know? Yeah. And that's like, that's <laughs> how I feel. Interesting. I don't know if they would have made a musical out of someone who just has a successful career. <laughs> someone who's just a good singer. <laughs> and she faced no adversity. Um, and that's it. I have a question. <laughs> I have yes. a question. Yes. Is is she the main character or is the Phantom the main <clears throat> character? I would say that she's the main character because okay. he is... He's the titular character. He is a... Yes, absolutely. He is the titular. Unless she's some sort of phantom as well, I don't know if I. That's another version. Well, I mean, I would I would say her because like when he is not present, like she is always the center of this back and forth pulling between her and this other guy. Um, But yeah, it's tough to say. Um, Also, just side note: Gerard Mm -hmm. Butler, who played the Phantom in the movie version. Yeah, I'm sorry, but. I don't care what half of your face looks like. Sorry, Butler. <laughs> I can't even finish this after that. <laughs> you don't care what half his face looks like? I just put like? my forehead on the microphone <laughs> in shame. I just have to go. <laughs> I don't care that half of his face is deformed in this movie. The other half is still Gerard Butler. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I could turn a blind eye, no pun intended. Because he has like a messed up eye. Um, <laughs> yeah. To the fact. So anyway, sh- in the movie, she's been. like, oh my God, he's horrible looking. And I'm like, he's Gerard Butler. Could they not have cast someone less stunning? I know. They should have cast me. <laughs> you said it. <laughs> <laughs> they could have cast Gary like... Oldman. I mean. <laughs> now we're just getting. No, now I, we're getting ages. I love that. Also. Gary Oldman they, was. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah. So you said that the theme of this movie to you is that you can't be a success. You can't just be a successful woman. Yes. There's always got to be guys messing it up. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Guys. I mess up this podcast every week by being so. on it. <laughs> um, and also, go ahead. Go finish your question. Um, I guess, um, would you say that's the only theme or is there like other things running throughout or is that just the one that appeals to you the most? Oh, that's just my personal opinion. It's <laughs> like when I watch it, I think this movie never could have in this musical. Well, who knows? But the movie could never have been made today because it's like, I mean, maybe it could have, but it's so effed up on so many levels. It's like she's just has completely powerless in her own character arc. It's just. Yeah like these two men fighting over her and she's being like forced to marry one of them or like forced to marry the other one. And one of them's like, I'm going to take you away from him. No, I'm going to keep you in my dungeon. No. And no, she's like, those I? are not good options. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, can I just sing? And, and her dad's dead. And then the phantom like impersonates her dead father's spirit at his grave. <laughs> it's like supposed to be a sad moment. It's a beautiful song. Mm-hmm. Wishing you were somehow here again. Just, you know. oh, very beautiful. And then the Phantom is like there. And he's like, it's me, your dead dad. Hello. Hello. It's like, really? You're doing that to get some ass. Like he basically impersonated the dead father. So wait, does he? I mean, he he's, no, what else gets you in the mood? Then? I mean, that's true. He I, speaks, nothing I like more than yeah. that. He, she, <laughs> at what point is she, is she aware that there is a person? Uh, Like, does she does she is he impersonating her father just by voice, like as if it's a ghost? Yeah, I a mean, phantom, if you will. Wow, there are layers here. Um, mm. It's different in the movie and in the musical and in the book, but 
Yeah, he is sort of like hiding behind like this altar speaking. So does she think it's just the of she, him she from thinks, beyond the grave? Yes, she thinks. Well, so the, the I should clarify the entire time like before she actually meets the phantom, she thinks it's her father's spirit. Like he is speaking to her as the angel of music. I'm doing air quotes right now. Mm-hmm. As the angel of music. Can confirm. Um and and she believes that it's her dead father. So again, just a whole nother level of like completely manipulative behavior. Yes. Uh, yep. All for that. Can I say dick? Oh, you yes. can say whatever you want. <laughs> Please say all for that D. Uh, all for that D, baby. Uh, you can swear all you want. I mean, where are th- I know he lives under an opera house, but where are his morals? Where are so, his social skills? Where are his social skills? Well, how lo- has he lived there his whole life? He has not. He... um. He traveled throughout like Turkey and was a circus performer because he's deformed, which is actually really terrible and had a pretty rough youth where he had to uh, perform for people all because of his deformity. But then in the book, he becomes a contractor. He's like, or like the story is that he's a contractor and that's how he was able to build, like help actually build. (laughs) The the exposition here is so convoluted just to make this happen. Um, Was able to build the opera house and like create his own like secret pathways inside of it. So he can like travel. He built an opera house to be a creepo. Yeah. How desperate is this man? I mean, it sounds like a super villain. (laughs) Like pretty much is what is they he would a do. villain or is he supposed oh, to be a sympathetic character he is supposed to be sympathetic but near the end he kills people like someone is found hanging in the beginning like he's but they still make you find sympathy in him because like at the end in the movie version at least they kiss him and christine and he suddenly realizes like oh oh my never mind this is what, i've never been kissed in the book they like kiss oh, on like the that cheek other or something movie. Nah. like that other movie um Fifty first dates. I'm kidding. Um, never been cast yet. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? So Galaxy Quest. Does she? Um, I have this whole time. I have had like other movie references like churning in my brain. Um, so please throw them out there. I mean, uh, <laughs> we gotta hear them. Um, well, on and and the Simpsons when uh, Lisa is like, Lisa's wedding, which is an episode that takes place in the future. Um, they talk about like um, the smartest boy at the school, and they're like or smartest person at the school and they're like ever since martin prince like died in that fire or something and then they cut to him and he's actually the phantom under the school or whatever and he's like dressed and he's like deformed which is i or he's like from a fire which is why i think yeah. i thought it was like or he's from some reason so i think he was born this way but then they say there was actually like a, a i think there might have been a fire incident oh. but basically in the book he has like sh- sunken eyes he's no nose no lips like no hair, so he's he, described as like this noseless, lipless creature. But in the movie, it's Gerard Butler, okay? noted handsome now, man. Noted handsome man, and underneath his mask is like a wonky eye. And I'm like, I'd still hit it, okay? So Christine, get it together, Christine. Live now. in that dungeon. Forget everything I said about feminism. Just hook <laughs> Quick, up with Gerard. I mean, if it's him, why not? Um, now, just to circle back on this, like noseless lipless thing yeah let's circle back to that i mean emily's voice is different <laughs> just because she has a slightly stuffy nose but what is imagine if like? you have no nose no lips like and she's talked like her he talked like her dad that's all i'm he, saying is he's also like a trick because he worked in the circus and like he is good at like tricks like he would make these um literal like torture chambers like that you couldn't get out of but he can also do like vocal 
like magic magic quote-unquote like speaking in a way that it sounds like it's all around you uh, yeah is this what the saw movies is based on yes because that guy's deformed wears a mask and also plays tricks on people and makes torture devices Does he help them sing um from the one saw movie i have paid attention to <laughs> no musical numbers <laughs> he did not but i think the twist in the f- in one of them is that like the saw dude is like in one of the rooms with the person he's torturing but is acting like he is acting like the torturer is somebody else i think that's one mm. of the twists in one of the movies spoiler that's for those super, super old movies do you guys want to hear my connection yes um a long time ago um i was watching scooby-doo and it was one of those ones that had like crossover so it had like famous people helping mm. the gang <laughs> solve mysteries and i don't remember who the famous people were i'm gonna I don't know, some people from the 60s or 70s. Um, and Is it the Harlem Globetrotters? Uh, no, because I would have remembered that. It was Emma Thompson. <laughs> yes, it was Emma Thompson. But um, in it, um, either Shaggy or one of the guest characters tries to throw, throw his voice and it doesn't work. And now Aww. whenever anyone talks about throwing voices, I think of that episode. You think of that. I'll just throw my voice and then, yeah. Just throw it. Just do you it. You just throw it. You just, you throw just, it. You just it. toss it. You give it a good old toss. Toss that voice. <laughs> That's a new show. <laughs> That's a new game show. Welcome to Toss That Voice with Steve Harvey. Oh, he hosts everything. Yeah, he's so host funny. It. He's the best. <laughs> I hear he's not, but uh, <laughs> he's a bad person. He does host everything. That is true about him. Okay, back to Phantom. Yeah. Um, Have either of you seen? No. Okay. Um, I do have a question though. Just listen. Yeah. As a person who reads a lot of books and then sees those books dragging much, guys, I read. Um, wow. And sometimes I... books are turned into movies. Sometimes it does they're happen. turned into plays. It does happen, which is wild. What is your favorite version? The oh, musical, God. the movie, or that's a book? really good question. Or you can rank rank them mm-hmm. all. I want to hear with the middle. <laughs> yes. Um. You know. Depends on the state. Like every musical has different staging, that can mm. different directing, and oh my god, there are layers. But I, you don't call me crazy, but I no. like the movie. Uh, you're crazy. Wow. I like the movie, and the reason I like the movie is because, first of all, not too bad on the actual music. I mean, Gerard Butler truly can't sing, and he tried. Um, Emmy Rossum was like an opera singer it's it's pretty strained but she does a good job and then patrick wilson like is fantastic he plays Raoul, mm-hmm. and he's a really good singer um so that. i guess the music like i just i like it because it's um consistent i think i just like the consistency and then i would say the musicals although i've seen like some fantastic musicals that probably are way better than the movie um do you listen to the soundtracks of either separate from watching them oh sometimes i will listen hell yeah i listen to musical soundtracks all the time well what which soundtrack do you choose the movie or one of the recordings of the live show yeah just one there's like a 25th anniversary special Mm -hmm. um that's really good and oh i know i can remember the name of this singer but she's so amazing um and she's in it which is really good. Sometimes, like, the movie version will come on, and only if Patrick Wilson's in the song will I listen to it, because otherwise it's not. Is this a thing that just comes on on your Spotify or whatever you use? Oh, it's the only music I have on my phone. Mm. It's just... Wow. 
just Phantom different Opera. versions of Phantom of the <laughs> Opera and including the songs you don't like, which still No, I up. have like <laughs> on certain days I will just like s- do dumb shit and listen to musicals like Into the Woods especially. I oh, pride myself on trying to like memorize word for word like every song in a musical. I don't do the exact same thing that you do. <laughs> I, I'm sure many people um, don't. <laughs> but I also do enjoy like listening to musical mm. songs. So like yes. I'll put my music on shuffle, which mm. I can't do around people because my music is like oh, so it's weird. So bad. Because every yeah. once in a while it'll be like Taylor Swift, The Killers, a song from Natasha Pierre and the Great Comet of 1812. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, letters from that musical, spot on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very good. It's very good. Um, but I also like to listen to music from musicals. Yeah. Mixed in with other music, but like, I enjoy them. They're yeah. good songs. People worked hard on them. People worked hard. You know what? <laughs> they, did a, they did a lot. If anything, I listened because someone worked hard on them. I hate the songs, but I got to give props for they, they <laughs> the hard work. Can you imagine? They only get paid you like if this you... music? No, but I mean, someone worked very hard to make it. Just leave it on loop on my computer so like they, they get, get the, the royalties. Get... <laughs> um... That's funny. That's a funny, funny premise. There was like, there's this band. I can't remember their um, name. They're not important. They themselves are not important, but they released an album of uh, all songs that are like 15 seconds of silence or like some, whatever the minimum that requires you to get royalties from Spotify. So like if you put on an album and it has like a skit on it that only lasts like 10 seconds, the artist doesn't get paid for that being listened to. It has to be at some minimum length. So this band put out an album that all the tracks are just silence of the minimum yeah. length. And then so they asked their fans to like just put it on at night while they were asleep. I on remember loop. this. And they ended up, I think, getting this sued for fraud. in college. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah. from a few years ago. Uh, and they it was literally like just like put it on loop while you're sleeping and we'll get paid. Yes. And that's that. <laughs> well, I think it was just like a protest against Spotify, like not paying its artists. Because a couple of years ago, it was with Taylor Swift, wasn't it? it was like, oh, well, she wasn't, wasn't on there for a she while. She wrote a letter, an open letter. Right. Yeah. She wasn't on there. And uh, Bruce Springsteen wasn't on there for a while. Or someone else wasn't on there for a chunk of time. I know the Beatles weren't I don't on. Care about Taylor it was Swift. a big deal when they were on iTunes. The band Tool, if you guys are aware of the band Tool. Absolutely. Uh, it's still not on digital media. You can't listen to their... I think they're not on Spotify or Google or any of that. Do they work hard? I think they work hard. I'll have to yeah. listen well, to them. got to listen. Yeah. Um, I listen to them because I have I, I have the old school MP3s of them, baby. <laughs> yeah, got it. Um, hey, guys. this just I just want to just point out that this episode is going to come out on the 25th and the next day. It's going to be the 26th and Taylor Swift is releasing something and I'm <laughs> oh, God. so excited. Something. Um, oh probably an album but it's uh, cryptic is she done <laughs> um she's no done she's in fact just getting started wow oh, this isn't God. about that though but it's not about taylor oh, so it's not um okay. no it's about, uh, what was it about something about a f- the phantom of the menace uh <laughs> menace of the pop um so you you'll listen to the soundtracks i will not like i feel like i need to be stationary not sure. I like at home where I can sing along. I was like, you sing, you sing. You oh, go nuts. hell yeah. I go nuts. Mm-hmm. I go nuts. Oh, baby. <laughs> Did you, to sing are it. you like a, um, have you ever been like a performer in a musical, like in high school or anything like that? <clears throat> um, so I auditioned for in God, was it? It was so 
I auditioned in like middle school for Greece. <laughs> Did not prepare at all. Had never acted in my life. Um, and assumed that I would just get something because I was like, I you were spoiled. That's what it is. I get things I want. Um, <laughs> and did I got like um, choir or like the chorus? Yeah, like chorus. The, yeah. And I was like, oh, I've been there, oh, honey. I was like, oh, Lauren no. doesn't do chorus, <laughs> so I didn't do it. And then I wow. just got in to, middle school. Yep, such middle a, school. So head. I that was where I made the divide of like, oh, I'm gonna play bass. And like in high school, I played in the orchestra, and they were like the people who did musicals, and then there were the people who were in the orchestra. And I always thought the people who did musicals were so annoying <laughs> and i was like very much like above them and like so much cooler than that like playing bass in the orchestra and then you're, you're probably, i was like probably right <laughs> probably right i think high school musical people like and not just the show but i'm like calm mm-hmm. down just calm down i was in two musicals in high schools and i totally but, get what you're saying <laughs> you get what i'm saying and we thought we were so cool but in hindsight i was just exhausted by that type of personality but now i'm like it's so much fun and I love it. Yeah. But I still think I would be exhausted by the personalities in music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just like musicians, especially a bassist. We're just musicians are so freaking cool. <laughs> and I'm not saying singers aren't musicians. I mean, the people in musicals are certainly musicians, and they're fantastic, especially sure. Even people caliber. who are just in the chorus are musicians. Pointing to myself <laughs> and what I could have been. Um. Yeah, At no. the time when you were anti the people <laughs> in high school musicals? Yes. Fully against them. Fully against. Um, were you listening to musicals? I was not. You were just like, you had... Fuck you that. Had, again, I'm like so late onto things because I initially reject them. I'm like, oh, it's... I'm like, oh, I wouldn't like that. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I love this. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what happened with me in side bangs in high school. I mean, were you there, Emily? When everyone um, I've never been bangs? a bang person because... I mean, we could get into we it. We could. I but, mean, gotta um, let the forehead breathe. I people, gotta let the forehead people breathe. People have different head shapes. I, I like to be able to tuck my hair behind yeah. my ears. Yeah. Um, bangs don't allow for that. They don't. Um, I don't. They're long. I don't like to do anything with my hair. I like to take a shower and have my hair be wet until it dries. Um, wow. So bangs require work. They do. You I'm have not, to like blow them out. And you I'm can't not, let the hair dry. I'm not willing no. to put in that work. Me neither. Do you think? If he had really long bangs, the Phantom would not need a mask to cover his deformities. He'd have to do something with it. But he has some weird thing where his like hair, his hair is also like singed. Oh. They make him at the end of the movie look so it's like just stop. <laughs> just let him be Gerard so, Butler. Uh, so you first <laughs> and he takes off the mask and there's nothing wrong with him. He progressively gets like less and less attractive throughout the movie. Like he gets worse looking. How? Does anything I mean, happen? N- no, I guess he like, uh, you know, I guess he's supposed to be getting more stressed and like more his soul is corrupted. Yeah, like at the in the beginning, he looked his hair is slicked back on the side that's not fucked up, and at the end, he's like it's singed everywhere. I'm like, did he fall mm-hmm. in a cauldron? Why? Well, like under the cauldron, that would be under. <laughs> you don't put fires in your cauldrons. <laughs> I'm cooking up a oh, I'm I cooking up a fire. Home. My cauldron's on fire. <laughs> uh did you so you first saw the musical that was your first i first saw the musical in washington state my sister and my mom and my um sister-in-law all took me um to see 
it. And it was actually like the Broadway company was on tour. Yeah. And then you, so you saw it first on Broadway or saw it, first on saw it in, saw off, not on Broadway. Technically off Broadway. <laughs> as far off as you can kind of get. <laughs> it was really good. They did a fantastic um, job in the stage. Trans, so cool. Transcontinent. Uh, yes, by Postally. Um, and then the second time mm-hmm. was, what was your second experience? You re- then you were like, then I have I to read this the book. Movie. Then I, I watched watch the movie, movie. Okay. a bunch. And then I got really into researching if it was true. Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I read the book. And then there's like a prologue before the book where Gerard. Now I think it's Gerard. No, what's no, his I think name? You were right. not, I looked it up. I think it's, you were right. Um, I said it. And now Gaston LaRue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Was right. He like until the day he died, he was firm in his belief that there really was a man who so who lived under the opera house so there is actually like um a pool like underneath this opera house where firefighters train in so there are like the waterways that are in the musical and in the book that are supposed to be based off of this specific, there's a real theater there with is this. a real theater with this like water mm-hmm. body of water. A- aqueducts of some kind <laughs> yeah in the in the dungeon that firefighters train in so and then it's, it's in what country? Paris. Paris. Oh, well, it's a country of Paris. Not a country. Uh, it's on Paris. Have you ever been there? It's so uh, bad. Okay. I can. Um, this is is the. Uh, I don't. This is a long shot. And you were talking about something already, so I'm going to interrupt. Uh, me too. Is there any connection to like uh, uh, V for Vendetta? Like that's all in the underground tunnels, and he wears a mask, and that's in France in uh, Paris, right? Is it? Is it? I'm not saying I don't know. I I assumed it was in England. God, because it was Guy Fox Day. Uh, is that a is that a British thing? Yeah, it's uh, when they the gunpowder plot. Sure, I, none of none of you sure. none of you explaining any of this makes me think of what country it's the in. The gunpowder plot had to do something with a British monarchy. I don't know exactly what it was. It I is, can't remember. Right, it is in London. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I have no idea. Is it just the British version of Phantom of the Opera? Uh, <laughs> This is a hot take. It could be. Does he sing? Again, my question is, does he teach them to sing? Just like in the song. I feel like the only things are the underground area and the mask. Right. And yeah. we might be done. And that's that's pretty much the only overlap there. I don't know what Natalie Portman does in this movie. She's a person. I don't know if she sings. Um. Oh, okay, I have one more question about Please. the movie before I ask you about the wider world around the movie. Um, no, go so you're saying that the Phantom yes. teaches Christina? Christine. Christine. Daye. Christine Daye. Christine Daye. To sing. Um, I guess my question is, is when does Christine's dad die? And when does the Phantom teach her how to sing? Like what age? Does she not know how to sing? <laughs> she had no mouth. He gave her a mouth. That's why she... he doesn't have a mouth, because he gave it away. <laughs> yeah, that's why he doesn't have one. <laughs> what a movie. <laughs> I gave it to a girl so she could sing. Um, that's <laughs> my version. Um, so she could sing, but she wasn't as good. He like coaches her. And originally there's like another soprano singing her part. And he he like threatens the opera house and threatens that soprano and he's like, No, get rid of her. Like Christine is going to sing this. And finally she lives. But to answer your question, the father, I believe, is already dead. By the time she gets to the opera house, she like lives there with other girls who are part of the company. Oh, everyone's a live-in performer? Yeah. Everyone lives there. Because <laughs> apparently that's 
sounds like a lot of fun. Honestly, it sounds like a ball. I would love. I mean, I've I've done like sleep away like music festivals. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and uh it's a lot of fun. Can you imagine if that was in the opera house? I mean, well, just But a, yeah, her a haunted dad's like, one, though. already it's got to be haunted. Her dad's already dead and then he's like coaching her as this angel of music who I think she believes to be her father. And then he kind of like takes advantage of that. And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. This mm-hmm. is your father. But it's Does... not. It's a man who lives in the walls. Mm-hmm. He went a weirdo. And he lives in the walls or in the basement? Everywhere. <laughs> um... He lives in the basement, but he can travel like behind her walls. There's like a mirror. In the and he like, is the contractor. So creepy. And he's the contractor who built. <laughs> yes. Who built the opera. So side note, I think the moral might be that all contractors. I already, are, I already believe what you're about to say. I already believe it too. <laughs> uh, yeah, we already know what I'm going to say. So, okay. I just want to jump, dive into these logistics here. Let's do it. So somebody hires a contractor <laughs> to build an opera house. I wish Gaston it's, Leroux could hear this. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> so they, you know, they quote them. They say, this is going to cost you a million dollars just to build this opera house. I want to see the, like, and, <laughs> I want to see the sit down meeting with yeah. the phantom and a mask on and then the. And then the contractor pays an architect to design it and says, listen, our budget is. One million dollars. But it's going to need some secret tunnels. But I need you to build basically a second <laughs> yeah. opera house within this one. Because if you think about it, it's just like an echo opera house, right? That's like separated by like a couple feet <laughs> to make the extra space between the walls. <laughs> so you can walk between them. And so then the architect no, has to like... But you have to buy like double the brick. Okay, so... Because there's two sets of, of walls all, everywhere. I just want to say that this is a hilarious concept. <laughs> that, like, before the opera house is built, the phantom sitting um, down. Listen, I'm not on your sketch team. <laughs> I'm just saying... this is definitely a sketch. There should be uh, a sketch. I'll bring this on Wednesday. Uh, um, <laughs> I'll pitch this right before this episode but, comes out. Yeah, right before this comes out. But, uh, I don't... So, he... he Since he was also part of the building, he was able to secret, secretive, secretly... My my point that is paying for the cost of the extra bricks. <laughs> <laughs> You're, this is at least a third. This building is a third more expensive than it would have been. So they I must love have been that. Like, <laughs> I I want to see the architect being like, or the rather I don't know who, but just being like somebody. Sorry, I just want to clarify. You want secret tunnels? There's another third added on to this budget. The cost not over- accounted for what. Yeah. where did that money go there's huge cost overruns on this uh yeah. opera we we thought we were building it right but there seems to be these huge cost overruns yeah what um, why did you order 700 extra tons of brick it so like in the movie oh wait I, so okay here's the thing because like so the movie obviously can show different angles than like seeing a seeing something on stage yeah so on stage Whenever he's like behind the walls or in the basement, do mm-hmm. they like, how do they change the, like, is it a totally different set or do you just hear him like narrating over her being in the opera house or do they show them both on stage? So <laughs> for example, when she goes into her room, like you'll hear his voice and then there's actually a two way mirror in the movie, which is actually like glass. And he's just looking at her from the other side that she's always thought it was a mirror. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first of all, I'm vomiting. Um, Mm -hmm. And then he can basically slide open the door and he's on the other side and he has like a secret pathway on the other side of that door. 
Oh my God. Can you just imagine if like your mirror, you thought it was a mirror, but really it was a glass. Oh yeah. I no. mean, I think about it all the time. <laughs> no more built in mirrors. Anyone no buy more. your mirrors you, from target. You get those mirrors from home. Goods. Buy your own target target. <laughs> buy your own, buy, your own buy my own target right now. But so in the movie, are they showing like, <laughs> is he like behind, between walls, like scooching between <laughs> them? I have like, an, I have like an imagination of a really dumb version of this <laughs> 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 you hear the like, it's like it just sounds like a really big rubbing on the wall <laughs> it's a really big mouse in the wall what's in the walls <laughs> what's making so much noise you're his this best is, friends the mice this is not a phantom this is a <laughs> you hear a wall you're a human being between these walls where does he get his food that's what I need to know. Is he going grocery shopping with the mask on? No, I think he gets. Uh, I think he gets it delivered. <laughs> he does Instacart. Well, there is like like uh, the Ninja Turtles get uh, pizza delivered to their sewer um, hideout, and yeah, they just so he have it get, get slipped between the sewer grates. I mean, it was their delivery in the 1800s. Is he stealing food from these poor girls and harassing them? Is he eating yes. the people he kills? No, I don't believe so. Oh, he God. leaves them. He's just a very angry killer. He's very get, vindictive. He, does he v get for vindictive? Does he get caught at the end? Um, at the end, he is going to. There's a. We've reached an impasse, to say. Mm -hmm. Um, and he is with Christine, but also Raúl. In the book, he's also with this other guy, the Persian. But in the movie, there's just those three people. Really just streamlined. Oh, God. Yeah, they cut out that extra fat. Thank God. Yeah. And, uh, and like, people are coming. People know the Phantom's in the dungeon. Like, the people are coming to, like, uh, kill him or arrest him, whatever. And uh, he is going to kill Raul. But then Christine is like, no, please. Don't kill him. Take me. I'll marry you. And he's like, great. And then she kisses him. And he's like, oh, my God, thank you for doing that. Okay, no, you can both leave. But, like, give me my ring back and also, like, bury me one day. <laughs> so. That's true love. Yeah, he disappears and she and Raul are safe. But, again, do you think the girl's going to go back to singing after this experience? No. no. She's been traumatized. She's been traumatized by, by the these man two who men. taught her how to sing. He did help coach her, but you know what? She had it in her all along. Gotta say. Yeah. So again, just men are trash. What do you think, Matt? Um, hard agree. I don't know. <laughs> um, so the, does I think the Fran phantom... French men are trash. <laughs> That's true. Trash. Um, does the Phantom learn something, or does he just run I away? I think he learns what love is, and then finally to like stop being a sociopath. He learns lots of things. He learns basic construction. He learns <laughs> snoopery. More than basic construction. Yeah, basic. <laughs> I'm just Advanced. dying at this image of him scooting through tight walls <laughs> that he didn't like properly give enough. Oh. I should have had them do one more foot. There's I not enough some weight. I I really skimped on that extra brick. It's just not thick enough for me. My, She's my, like in the room, like I hear you. Yeah. I I hear you. Just he, he bumps. His, Damn it! He's <laughs> like shit. Bump my head again. Seriously, like, <laughs> just come in. Just come in. No, come in. I know you're. I know, I know you're, you're not my dad. <laughs> He's like, what? what? I'm um, your dad. Uh, 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 Remember when you were little? <laughs> Does Raul learn anything? Does Raul learn anything? <laughs> One more time. No. <laughs> I can't do it again. Comedy I comes think in threes. He, comedy does come in threes. We'll get a call back on that. He. I think not. He's rather spoiled. Um, and 
I mean, he learns. He does have a really good moment. And this song is the best. Okay, this song you actually have to listen to because Patrick Wilson, again, just hits it with this beautiful harmony in this last song. Um, He learns, I think, he's about to die for Christine. He's like, kill me and like, let her go. So, you know what? That's a pretty bold move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, but I guess he learns that you don't always have to die for love, baby. And he, he always ends his phrases with baby. <laughs> he says baby so much in this movie. Baby. It's in a period, so he just says baby. <laughs> um, and that hey, comes from the book. You know that thing you keep doing where instead of stopping a sentence, you say baby? Yeah. And they no address it. <laughs> instead uh, of a question mark, you say cha-cha? <laughs> How are you today? Cha-cha? Are you doing today, cha-cha? Wow. I'm doing fine. No, baby. Like, All this from the book. <laughs> All this from the book. Get the book for baby and cha-cha and more. Um, is the musical... No, sorry, let me change the question. Is the movie... Oh, good. That was such a bad question. <laughs> Thank you. It was going to be a bad question because it wasn't going to be what I wanted to ask. Does the movie change from the musical or is it basically the musical just movie form? Is it the same script? Yeah, so in the musical, there is no, like, um, uh, Persian. Like, it cuts out. It's pretty similar to the book. The m- movie and the musical are almost identical, but have, you know, different staging. Right. And, mm-hmm. um, right. Filmed for cameras. and Yeah, filmed for cameras. <laughs> Scooching between walls. <laughs> That's what they say. Gerard Butler looking. Gerard Butler. Gerard. Hot as fuck. <laughs> Hot as fucking hell. But, I mean, some of the... It's it's very similar to the to the movie. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, <laughs> Lauren, we're gonna wind this down. What a what a. But do you time. have anything you you want to get out in the world that we haven't gotten to? Like, what do you want to? Um, or are you good? <laughs> oh, I'm good. Yeah, I think we got it all out there. Um, this is a very no pressure question I'm asking you. Yeah, I don't want to cut you short. Are you asking, you're not asking me about plugs. No, no. Oh, not yet. Um, well, I want to plug the Phantom of the Opera. Oh, yeah. I think this is one <laughs> giant plug for it. Um, catch it on Broadway. Catch it in a book. Heard of it? Catch it. Heard of them? In in theaters when they re-release it. Heard of that? <laughs> uh, it's probably on YouTube. Heard of that one? Heard of it? Speaking Sierra Bogus is a singer. Sierra Burgess. Sierra Burgess. Burgess. See, her names are her last uh, names are hard. There's also a Netflix movie that was like very similar to her actual Sierra, name. Sierra. I do want to say I know, her name it's correctly. The, um, it's based on Sierra de Bergerac, the movie that you're talking about, because I watched it. Okay, um, but her the singer's name is Sierra Bogus. Yes. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but she's a fantastic singer, and you should just go follow her on Instagram, Sierra Bogus. So okay. I'm plugging Sierra. Bogus. Oh, I hope I'm saying her name right. For, I'm good for her. Last names are hard. We all know that. Matt Aramondo. Aramondo? Um, it'll, we'll hear it in the outro. We'll hear it in the outro. Aramondo. Sometimes I don't pronounce the O myself. What's your last name? Riggins. Riggins. Riggins, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, speaking of you doing those plugs. <laughs> oh, now is the now is your time. Thank you for Thank bringing you. Fan of the Opera. Now... Plug Thank you for stuff. differentiating. Well, I mean, first of all, I just want to plug farts, which was supposed to be my topic. Um, yeah, it feels weird that you didn't talk about Hugaronis. You know what? I have a web series. Me and Sophie Yavorsky have a web series. We're going to finish the season this summer, but there are two episodes out there, and it's called Means. M as in Mary. Mm-hmm. Good. This is good radio talk. N S. This is like... Uh, I feel like you can get the other ones. A as in... A as in... 
ah, there's a phantom in the walls. N is in no, stop being in my walls. S is in stop being in my walls. Mm-hmm. Um, the website is Means Series. There are two S's in the middle. Dot com. Check it out. We have means two episodes. The second series. one's 12 minutes long because we go hard. Um, how, long, how long is the first one? I think it's like six minutes. Mm. Yeah, we doubled it. And whoa, the, the whoa, whoa. third one's going to be 24 uh, yeah. minutes. <laughs> Keep it up. On and Keep on it up. until we have a three-hour episode. Um, and then, you know, lastly, come to our sketch show. Oh, nope. It's, it's well, going to happen. You can come to the one on May 13th. Come to our sketch show on May 13th. What's your team name, guys? Souvenir. We're called Souvenir with the Magnet Theater. Souvenir with the Magnet Theater. And if you're around next Tuesday, um, I'm hosting and performing in a character show at the Pit Underground. And it's called Fantastic Beasts. And they're famous friends. <gasps> it's at 9 p.m. at Pit Underground. Are Nifflers involved? There might be Nifflers. Honestly, it has nothing to do with that movie, <sighs> and I don't know why we called that. But um, it's Tuesday the 30th, so check it out, baby. And Baby, oh God, just like, just just like, like the Phantom. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my Patrick Wilson impression. <laughs> Pretty good. Is he going to do that character at that show? <laughs> I am doing Patrick Wilson, who says baby. Instead of I think it'll catch. I think the what audience character? will get it very quickly. Yeah, don't. No explanation, please. No explanation. I'm just going to be like, do you get it? Some people do characters and they're like, this is blah, blah, blah. No, just do it. And at the end, be like, who knew that was Patrick Wilson <laughs> saying <Yeah>. baby? <laughs> I want to show a fans. That's the best thing to do after you do a character. Who, who got that? Does anyone have a guess on what this was? <laughs> understood my comedy anyone <laughs> oh well, but your hands down people giving you people thumbs down literally lowered their arms to the floor <laughs> people are flat on the floor putting their hands into their shoes <laughs> people are walking on their hands Whoa, out people the are, they're leaving the underground which you have to go upstairs you have yeah, to go up some stairs stairs walking on their <laughs> hands oh my god okay. so you now, don't know so you know they don't know yeah. so so I want to see the people walking up the stairs with their hands under their feet. That's not another character. Your show. <laughs> <laughs> we will be the audience. We'll be watching them perform that mm-hmm. gymnastic event, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which Emily is good at gymnastics. Yep. Yes, it's yeah. true. People talk about how good I am at stretching. She's been doing That's... leaps this whole time. Yeah, it's leaping. Leaps and bounds. <laughs> yeah. She's reaching away from that microphone. Uh, uh, that distance. Mm. Sorry, Matt. Mm. It'll be okay. I'm not going to adjust that. It was for the joke. It was for the joke. Yeah. It was for the joke. All right. Well, Lauren, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me, Lauren guys. Gamiel, it was a blast. Thank you for being here. You mm-hmm. nailed it. Thank you very much. Um, no last name as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on a good streak. I don't want to say it and mess it up. Yeah, we'll leave it on that. Lauren, and also, I never say people's last names near the end because I feel like I always do a good job at the beginning and then I don't want to screw it up later. So then mm-hmm. I say, thank you, blank, for <laughs> coming. I literally say that. Go back and listen to all our episodes. I literally say that every time. I say just their first name. <laughs> I'll go back and listen to them all. It's a little tool. Please do. Yeah. All of them. Um, all right. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Uh, you can check us out on... Make sure you subscribe. Subscribe to this podcast. It's the best way you can support us. Go to Instagram and like all the pictures of me. I like those pictures of Emily. Also of Matt and other things. But honestly, mostly me. Like like Emily's photos. Um, go to my Instagram. Maybe Riggs. Like all my photos. <laughs> um... <laughs> Not a lot of posts on yours. Not as many as our. That's true. But there's still, you could go back. Listen, I've had an Instagram account since I was in college. The end of college, not the whole college experience. Um, <laughs> I, you could just like all of them. Go like that. Like Lauren's Instagram. Like my Instagram. <laughs> like Souvenir's Instagram. <laughs> and Lauren is our Instagram manager even. <laughs> uh, anyways. Collusion. Collusion. 
I have been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD with Matt and Emily.